in the studio with Matt. Hello, everybody. Buddy. Remember him, Polly Shore? Yeah, he's still out there somewhere. But he's got kind of a an ego, like, woe is me kind of thing going on. I feel bad for him. I used to like his movies. But he was like the same guy in every movie, you know? <laughs> so welcome to the show. Um, if you haven't heard the announcement yet, I want to let you know now so you're not surprised, I guess. But um, I was I was sick. I'm still sick. You can probably hear it. But on the last episode, I'm sure you heard it. Like, my allergies have been really kicking my butt. Well... I didn't do last week's episode because um, that's when I got really hit with the sick, with the ick. And um, I decided to take a week off and get better, and that's what I did. But in the meantime, I was thinking that, you know, I've been complaining and bitching about things for a long time, 20 plus years. It started off as it started off as a thing where I was just getting into blogging and I had you know if you've ever heard of Maddox um I first saw his his page the greatest page in the universe and I was uh hooked that you know he's writing these awesome little pages these pieces that are just hysterical and I was like oh you can do that you know I didn't have the mentality of what can be done it was like I was just so new to the internet and uh like the possibilities I just didn't know what was going on and then I saw his page and I was like you know what I could do that so I started this website and um, I had this persona that I took on, and um, I got to where I was like writing things just for the uh, the the reaction, I guess, of the readers. And then when I started running out of my ideas that, that I've had for years on different things. I started looking at other things and trying to figure out what I could complain about. And it got so bad that everything I looked at, I was trying to pick apart and make it a negative thing. And it was all for this website that I wanted to succeed. And, you know, I just wanted it to be popular. That was it. I wanted to be heard. So that really kind of led me down a very dark path and I, you know, I just, my mindset changed and it was, it was fast too. And it got worse and got worse and mixed with my mental health issues. I eventually just became this really terrible negative person and you know, I had a drinking problem. I was not an alcoholic, but I definitely had a problem. By the time I was 32, my liver was shot, and that was from drinking beer, mostly. A couple of years ago, I was talking to my therapist, and one day, 
I left her office and I went home and um, I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, this persona that I have taken on online has taken over my life. You know, when I first started, it had been for fun. It was who I was online. And then it got into my real life and it, it just messed me up. So I decided then that I had to change. And so that's what I did. Um, I, I quit posting on that site. I left it up for, you know, sentimental reasons, I guess. But, uh, I got rid of the name and I started trying to think more positively because it was just, it was tearing me up. It was, it was wearing me out. You know, being negative all the time is a very exhausting thing. And, um, so, you know, I, I decided that I wanted to be more positive. Well, I'm still working on that and it's very hard to go back to a more of a positive mindset. I haven't done it in 20 years and, um, it's coming along nicely, you know, but the thing is the moral of this story is I decided when I came back with this show, that first season that I was doing from January up to two weeks ago, that's done. This show is now going to be more positive. I've complained about everything that was stupid and <laughs> it got me nowhere, you know, except more heartache and more just exhaustion and more negativity in my life. And I decided that I didn't want to do that anymore. And so this is for me because this is my podcast and this is what I'm doing this, this show for me ultimately. And that's how I need to get back to it. You know, I was having that, that issue a couple weeks ago, a month ago where I just didn't know what I was going to do with this thing. And that was it. That was what I needed. So that's what this show is going to be about. Now it's going to be positive influencing, not influencing, but, uh, <laughs> whatever the word is enlightening, um, you know, maybe, maybe funny, just light talk. But if I can maybe motivate you in some way, just to have a better day, you know, uh, maybe we can change our mindsets together. That would be great. They say it's, that's the secret, you know, that book and movie called the secret, check it out. That's what it's all about. Changing your mindset you know, if you go to the mailbox, this is one of the lines from the movie. I remember if you go to the mailbox, expecting bills, every time you're going to get bills, every time, if you go to the mailbox, expecting checks, every time, eventually you're going to start getting checks every time, you know, and, and it's, that's more of a metaphor than anything. But seriously, if you change your mindset, everything around you, it's all energy. We're all energy. And I know this sounds like crazy talk because I'm sure you've heard it before from somebody that you're, you'd rather not talk to because I was that way too. I avoided those kinds of people. Yeah. Positivity, you know, like on Twitter, inspirational Twitter, everybody's like, get out of here with that. And I used to be that way. 
and and still I'm I see it and I'll kind of flinch a little bit like ooh inspirational stuff. But it's what you got to do, you know. You can still have angry thoughts in your head. <laughs> it's going to happen. You're human. Most of us. Um you're allowed to have those angry thoughts. You're allowed to explode every now and then. That's what vol- happens with volcanoes. They explode. You know, they let that pressure build up and build up and build up. And before too long, it's just too much. If you don't let it out, (laughs) you're going to explode. Don't be like Ned Flanders. You know, you remember that when he, uh, he just held it in so long that he finally went crazy and (laughs) Homer will do that to you though. So. You know, this isn't going to be a religious talk. There's not going to be very much talk about God. Uh, Maybe some spirituality here and there. Because I am spiritual, I just got back into that. And that's another reason for this change. Um, So when I was a kid, um, my parents didn't ever take me to church. They were together until I was seven, I think. They got divorced when I was seven. And we never went to church, you know, like my mom and dad both say they believed in God. We just weren't that family, Uh, not even for Easter and Christmas. We just spent time with family on those days, on the holidays. About the time I was 10, and this is going to be a rough story, uh, not rough, but uh, I'm going to cut out a lot of details, but. Sometime when I was around 10 or 11, my stepmom started taking me and my my sisters to uh, church. And now, okay, I did forget this. Uh, once or twice when I was, before I was like seven or eight, this kid I went to school with, he went to this church that was right up the road from where both of us lived. And his family was religious even though they were kind of weird, but his mom babysat me through the week. So when his mom was watching me and it was that particular week of the summer for vacation, vocation, vacation, Bible school, vacation, Bible school. Um, yeah, it's been that long (laughs) since I've, I've been, so I would go and I think I went maybe two summers in a row with them, maybe, and definitely at least one. And that was my introduction to church. And, you know, I didn't know what was going on, but I understood what was going on. If that makes sense. Um, so then by the time I got to be like 11 or 12, whatever, my stepmom started taking me and my sisters to church and we started trying all these different churches out. My stepmom was trying to get better in her life and like more positive. She wanted to clean up her evil ways and, and you know, more power to her, but she was going to take us kids too. Cause we needed God. We really did. And we tried out all these different churches and I had a bad experience of pretty much all of them. And then we settled on the Mormon church and, um, I've talked about this before and, and you may have seen it. You may not. Um, 
or heard it. I don't know if you're listening on Spotify, watching on YouTube, whatever. However, you're partaking in the show. But they were, I didn't know they were crazy. The Mormons, I, you know, I didn't know back then I was just a kid and the missionaries that came to the house were these really cool guys. And they were like super awesome. And at that time in my life, things weren't the greatest at home. So these two guys, the missionaries coming by all, all the time, every week to uh, have our lesson weekly lessons. They were the coolest guys in the world. They like really, I looked forward to them coming. Uh, they would play with the kids like me and my sisters after our lessons, we go out in the street and throw a football or ride bikes, whatever. They were just really neat guys. And, um, so I really enjoyed the Mormon church. Everybody I talked to was really cool, really nice. Everybody was super friendly, but, um, some of the practices that they had when I was there, like now looking back on it, I kind of see where it was starting to go <laughs> kind of weird for me. I didn't realize it back then though. I didn't know any better. And then, and, and even then, um, I didn't even really know if I believed in Jesus or God. I didn't know, like I had never had a connection with Jesus or God. I knew of them. I knew all about them for the most part. Um, but you know, I, I just, I didn't have that feeling. So I didn't know if that feeling existed. And I kind of thought like, why is everybody acting this crazy over God when there's no, I, I didn't even understand that you know, just because I didn't get it doesn't mean other people don't get it. And so I went through most of my life, like just kind of not really caring, not thinking about it much. And, um, I, I got out of the Mormon church. I maybe went there a year. I don't know. Um, and it turns out that was a good choice because they, <laughs> they are some weird folks. Um, I went to a house once to check it out for the paranormal. I I'm into ghosts. I'm into the paranormal. And, um, this, this friend of a friend was having issues in her house with her daughter. Her daughter was being possessed. She was eight years old at the time. And, I went over to check it out and the house itself was crazy. I mean, that was one of the most haunted places I've ever been, especially considering how short of a time I was there. Um, and while I was there, I saw in my mind, I know this sounds crazy. And if you don't believe in the paranormal, then obviously this sounds even crazier, but, um, I was shown the picture, the face of the being in the little girl's room at the time. And it was just horrifying. I'm going to see if I can find a picture. Uh, this movie, Annabelle comes home. I think it was, there's a, a quick shot of this demon up in the corner of the room. And they, 
they show this face of this demon and it was like spot on to what I was shown. And I, it, it really bothered me. This wasn't something that I thought up. It was like holding a picture up in front of your face of something you wouldn't have even considered being on the picture. Like it is absolutely your first time with it. I mean, this was exactly what I never wanted to run into. And I got out of the whole ghost hunting thing after that, because it was just, that was, that was too much. That was scary. That was teetering on the edge of insanity. And, um, I went for, that was my early to mid twenties. So 15, 20 years ago. And then I tried to be an atheist, you know, cause logically there's this invisible man in the sky. It just sounds ridiculous. And, you know, I didn't know what to believe. I had more questions than anybody was willing to answer. And I just, I tried to not believe that was where I was at. And this was, you know, at the beginning to, you know, a little after the beginning of the negativity all the time. And who knows, maybe that demon got into me a little bit. I don't know. I know the the picture of his face was etched, burned into my mind, and I will never forget it. So recently, um, I don't know really what caused this, but I kind of, I, I had this moment of clarification to me, totally to me. Um, I am definitely not a preaching person. If you don't believe in God, that is fantastic. You do you. I don't care. That's, that's totally your choice. I am not that kind of person. I don't care. It's not for me to decide or judge, but I just, I felt like I had to finally admit it to myself that I know evil exists because I saw it. And if evil exists, then surely good has to exist. And I finally, like, I, I've known this since it happened. I've known. I mean, it was like the day after it happened. I was thinking about it because it was, it was on my mind for a long time, like hardcore. And I just, I, I, I knew, well, this means God re is real. It, it has to be. Like if this part of the story is there, then this part of the story has to be there too, right? So I started putting, well, I didn't then, but I thought about it ever since then. And then just recently when I kind of came to the realization, like I had to admit it to myself that I do believe in God. I do believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for our sins. That's what I believe. I am affiliated with no real religion that I know of <laughs> and I'm staying away from them. I, I'm not, I'm not doing religion anymore. You know, overall in the hierarchy of things, I think they all try to tell you what to do. You know, I don't think that's so much. I mean, God gave us free will to do as we are going to do and let him judge us later for it. 
But then we have all these governing bodies here telling us what to do or we'll go to hell or whatever. And it's like, well, you're not, who are you? You're not the one to decide this, you know, you're interpreting something, interpreting something out of your mind with your mind. And I may interpret it a different way, you know. What I believe in is just be a good human being. You don't have to be religious. You don't have to be spiritual. You can be an atheist and still be a good person. Okay, that is what matters. That is heaven. Being a good person to your fellow man. You know, being a good person to your fellow human. Uh, we're all on this planet together. That means we're all part of this family. You know, these are all metaphors. They're all, whether you believe in God or not, the stories are all there for a reason. Treat each other with respect. And we're going to have a, look at this planet. It's beautiful. There's so many great things here. There's the animals there's, you know, the waterfalls, the lakes, the rivers, the oceans, mountains, valleys. The sky is is beautiful, especially at night. There's so many great things here on this planet. And if we can enjoy ourselves on this planet and not have stress or worry, imagine how great this place would be. We would be in heaven. Currently, we're in hell because of the war, the lies. We lie to each other all the time. You don't have to believe in God. This isn't about God or religion. This is about being a good human being for the benefit of everyone. Everyone's included. We all live here, too. Not just you, you know. If you can change your mind and you can think positively and you can treat everybody with the respect they deserve, then we're going to have a really good time with the time we have, which isn't very much. We've been trying this thing for thousands of years, the war, the hate, the lies, the deceit. Where has it gotten us? Are we one step closer to God? Are we one step closer to heaven? I I just I I think that's what my my story is. It's I as soon as I admitted it to myself, I felt I finally for the first time in my life at 42 years old, I felt the presence of God. And it was very real to me. To me, it was real. You don't have to believe me. I'm I'm really trying to nail this point home. Like, I'm just letting you know how it affected me. I'm not saying that to get a better life, you have to believe in God and you everything's going to change for you. It worked for me. But I had already previously decided to change my life for the better before that. 
it just kind of coincided, you know, it was a coincidence, <laughs> a coincidence, a coincidence, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's just, it happened that way. And I felt it. I felt so warm and loved and like, like, well done. Good for you. You finally figured something out that's going to make you happy. You finally figured it out, you know? And now I, I totally feel changed. I really do. I feel like I'm at the precipice of where I need to be. This nirvana that everybody aspires to be at but always makes the wrong to uh, turns and choices and takes the wrong paths. And then they wonder why did nothing good happen to me? You know, God helps those who help themselves, right? Isn't that how it goes? That's what it means. You have to make the right choices and in doing so being positive, being a good person because you want to be a good person because you respect your neighbor. You, you respect your fellow human. God's going to reward you for that. That's how God works. You have to show God that you or whomever you have to show yourself that you really truly want to be a better person and you're going to, act like it. You have to fake it till you make it. You have to change that mindset. And that's what I'm going to be talking about from now on for the most part is just my personal path, my personal struggles, things that have gone on in my life that have changed me for better or worse. Um, and you know, if you have a story, something personal that you want to share, I don't have to say your name. Uh, send me an email in the studio with Matt at gmail.com and tell me the story. Let me know, you know, uh, if you got words of encouragement, positivity, however you're feeling, if you got some kind of vibe today and you want to share it, let me know, send me an email, find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can look at in the studio. I don't even know my own web address anymore. <laughs> I never go to it in the studio podcast wordpress.com. I think all the links are there for all of my sites. You can even message me from there. I think, um, you know, if you want to be a part of this journey, I would love it. If you were there, if not, I totally understand this kind of stuff. Isn't for everybody. And I may have spoken more about God in this episode than I planned to, but I'm trying to tell you like where I'm at here mentally, like why I'm in a positive, good mood now, aside from being sick. Um, I want everybody to play nice. I want everybody to get along, you know, that would be a great thing I think for this world no more war we help each other out you know we don't try to take each other over and kill each other I I, I don't 
see why if you have a choice and you always have a choice, even if you got to fly under the radar and go low key, there's a choice. If you want to do better, you know, you got to hustle and grind at it down low. So nobody, you know, if you aren't sure about the situation you're in and you have to do it in stealth mode, do it. Find yourself a way out of the negative, of the toxicity. You can do it. I know you can. I did it. And I had a lot of crap hanging on to me, a lot of baggage, a lot of unnecessary junk that it was, why, why am, was I holding on to it for so long? There's no reason for that. You know, I was holding myself down by doing that, but we can change that. We can change that mindset. It's easy. It takes a lot of work, but it's easy in the simplicity of it. Get those negative thoughts out of your head. Always correct yourself. Look at this man driving like this. Like, well, maybe there's a reason. Maybe he's 90. Maybe he can't see that well. Maybe he shouldn't be behind the wheel of a car, but he is. So getting an attitude with yourself over this guy who has no idea that you're upset, it's not going to affect his day. So why should it affect yours? get to work like, man, this dude driving like, uh, I can't believe I'm so, I'm late because of him. Uh, don't do it. There's no, he it did not affect that guy at all, but look, it's already affected you. Your day is already crap. There's no need for that. Let it go. Just, you know, and I know it took me quite a few years to get to this point just trying to work at it day by day, inch by inch. But I got here and it's so much easier once you get there to have a better attitude, to have a better perspective, outlook on things. It's so much easier. It's so much nicer to not have that stress, not have that anger, that just exhaustion that comes with it. It's very nice. And I want that for everybody truly want that for everybody because I don't want it all to myself. I want to spread the joy because I think that's how I want to help my fellow man. One person at a time, if it needs to be, I don't care. That's what I want to do. So tune in next week. We'll talk about this again, pick back up where I'm leaving off Maybe I'll tell you another story. Maybe we'll, uh, whatever. I'll tell some of your stories. If you send some to me, look out for what's going on. And I really, you know, I really look forward to talking to you some more about this. So I hope you have a good weekend. Actually it's Tuesday. So have a good week first, then have a good weekend and we'll pick it back up next Tuesday. All right. Make sure you check out quick history this Friday. Not sure what episode's coming up next, but so far they're all excellent because I did them. And <laughs> check them out. They're awesome. You're going to learn something really cool in 10 minutes or less. I'm having fun with it. I know you will too. Until next time, I am Matt. 
Peace.